wilding on uh, everybody in Tekken. Oh, in Tekken? And then they were just like... Where you just playing like, Tekken at? I was playing Tekken at, uh, on stream. Oh! With, uh, at, with folks. With Rico? Yeah. Okay, bet. So pretty much, it was like, all right. So I just wanted to see what everybody had. I went through all of them. Yeah. All of them. Even the person that they said it was like supposed to be super nice and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's see what they got. So then... Uh, somebody had faced me and I watched him and then I was just like you know what I'm burnt out of this game I don't really even care you know what I'm saying because I don't really play it that much right. and it's not my prime focus but uh, it's not like I won't I won't try to learn more about yeah. the game and stuff like that because I've been rusty at Texas so bless you. Thank you I know they add a lot more stuff and a lot more characters and Things that I don't I really can't know. remember. That's why I react yeah. like that because I am, I can't remember last time we talked about Tekken. Right, this is something we used to talk about a lot. Right, and then it it, it was just like okay, so we fighting, and then it, the funniest shit ever came up because I taught somebody else how to be like I used to like bully people by being Shell Khan in games. I'm yeah. like because they used to use Shell Khan in Mortal Kombat, so I'm just like fuck that. I'm gonna be his ass, and I'm gonna be Shell Khan in all fighting games, and that's what I used to do to them. But somebody like got that characteristic from me. And was like doing that. So when I came on the game and we we was going through it and shit like that, yeah. And I was telling somebody else, I was like, yeah, I'm. It's time for me to be the shell con of games again. Just funny. And the dude was like, it ain't this ain't this ain't Mortal Kombat. This is Tekken. This that and the third. Blah 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 blah. I was like, first of all, as long as the portal remains open for your world to my world. <laughs> And everybody started dying because everybody knew exactly what I was talking about. Your world will become my world. So I'm gonna tell you just like this. You not like it got it got bad. Bro, it got so bad that I didn't even really I didn't even take none of them that serious no more. Then they was doing all the hard I'm like, man, y'all whatever. After I've streaked y'all and then yeah. no. But back to uh, This is what we do though. Yeah. I honestly I'm I'm always reminding people of the gauntlets we used to have in the in the loft. Right. The the fighting game gauntlets. That's literally all we would play. And honestly, no disrespect to my man Crash. His <laughs> Wi Fi was blah, blah, blah. Dang. It was like mad McLaggia and stuff like that. So I had to really go off of anticipation. A lot of times the the actual screen itself would freeze and I would just hold back and <laughs> just hoping that yeah. I like survived or something like that. You know what that's I'm saying? That's why I can't play WWE online. It's like kicking out is impossible online. Oh my the god, is so bad. I don't even like playing fighting games online. I remember it's bad. how trash it was. I, I can't do it. Like the only one that I don't really have any complaints with is UFC. Mm-hmm. UFC is actually really good online. I have, I don't have many issues with it. Like it's not too. I don't think it's delayed to the point that it messes up your ability to fight. Right. Like it's not messing up your te- technique in any way, and it's not like. The strikes aren't as timed as like a Tekken or a Mortal Kombat. I think it's a lot of shit going on in those games itself. Yeah. Like it's so many factors and variables, whereas like you can interact with the environment. Yeah, there's none of that in UFC. Well, you can side step in UFC, but like. Not to the degree degree of Tekken. Or like you have to punch, you have to actually input combos and. If you input and a certain combo, it registers because you're in the cage too. So right. that's all the area you have to work with. Plus, you got breakable arenas, boards. You got some. There's a lot of factors, special moves. Yeah, and and you it's layers, layers upon layers upon layers of stuff going on. Right, and UFC is such a not like you don't have combo strings or something like that, but you can't even use the combo strings all the time because nah, that's can't. not what it's about. You and know? you don't be having enough stamina. Right, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because it's like a balance with that game. It's mess, but. I, but I 
expect it to be like a lot of shit going on with it online. That's why nobody plays a, tur- a tournament, fighting game tournament online. Yeah, it's got to be in person. It would never happen. It's got to be IRL or else it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You can always use the excuse of lag because that's, a leg- that's no, one that's excuse legitimate. that's a legitimate excuse. Like, it's, it literally is. It doesn't matter what game I'm playing. If somebody say, oh, shit, I'm lagging. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I nah. I'm like, I, when I first started, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm lagging a little bit, but that's why I'm keeping this pressure on you because I don't really know I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You might do some crazy shit. My blocks was off. So it's like I had to plan an extra block just in case. Right. Or or, or extra hit or one, two string and stuff like that. But I know exactly what you mean. I'm just like, all right, y'all. It's like when you're trying to time your jumper on 2K and it's lagging. It's like, (laughs) and the meter be here and that should be go all the way to the right side. Right. And I'm just like, you know. I wouldn't shoot like that. Right. (laughs) Because it's, 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 it's legitimately different, yeah. you know? So that's why I was just like, you know, it was fun, though. I won't take it away from everything. But by the time, you know how sayings are. By the time we done playing with the food and whooped y'all ass, I want to play a different game now. Yeah. You're not even making it challenging. And then it got so bad, they make me feel bad all the time when I be beating them in fighting games. Like, Gaddy going around the room and he do want to act a fool. He want to do all this. He want to be the god of the game. And I'm Is like, that not oh what we're supposed god. to do? Is It's just like my opinion about the Olympics. Are so we not here to, to show that we're the greatest? So y'all just want me to just not, you want me to be baby hands? Are you are you satisfied with mediocrity? Yo, the one dude pissed me off because he tried to fight with my man's dragon off. Uh-oh. Doing some wild do shit. That. He Don't tried to do that. some wild shit with me, and I ended up whooping his ass like crazy. I ended up whooping his ass twice because this is what I peeped. I used Dragon Off in the first when he used Murdoch, and he had a Dragon Off icon, so we had the same icon and stuff like that. So I was like, "Oh, he must be a Dragon Off player." I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't respect people that just like actually see me play with a person and, and they're like, "Oh, you. I want to play with the person too," yeah. and stuff like that. So That's the first annoying. time I played with the dude, uh. I, I he used murder. I was washing him. I washed him with Dragon Off. It got crazy. I was like, next. He was supposed to be super nice and stuff like that. So then the second time he played me, he played with Dragon Off. I said, oh word, this is what you want to do. I was like, all right, bro. So I played with Lars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I basically got the well. He he beat me two rounds, but like I had to like really focus because a lot of a lot of stuff is new in that game and. I think Dragon Off is probably like my most consistent character. I don't know all his moves and all that crazy armor break and all that other shit. Yeah. But I can do all of Dragon Off's like basic moves from Tekken Six to this point. Yeah. So it's like I'm doing the same thing with Lars. So now I'm getting it in, and now I'm getting my flow back, boy. I do the move where I spin around, grab him by his head, and throw him. Yeah. And and all type of shit like that. I start wilding on this motherfucker. I was like, yo, on some real, you can't pick Dragon Off again. You just can't pick him. You are banished from Dragon. You banished off. from Dragon off. <laughs> you banished from Dragon off. And, oh, then, and then in the type, he was like, "I got robbed." You got robbed for what? Your life? Stop playing with me, bro. You not. You not like that. It's like a fight, it's a fighting game. How can right. you be robbed? You can't get robbed. No, fuck that. And then like I know you was There's trying. There's no extra other factors hard. besides the two people in the ring. I knew he was trying extra hard because how extra hard he was. He probably had his top button set and everything or whatever like that. And I'm oh, just like, man. bro. So I was just like, you know what? At this point, none of this entertains me no more. I did, and they, and they, and they originally called me because my man Thomas Barber T. Shout out to him. Watch mm-hmm. his Twitch and stuff like that. You know, he real cool and stuff like that because he was dominating and stuff like that. So they just called me and be like, "Yo, Caddy, show him what one for all everybody." So I did my job, and then I was just like, "Well, you know what? There is no real challenge." And you know what's crazy too? Now that I be like, okay, 
Ain't no real challenge. I'm gonna play with random characters that I don't even know how to fight with. Still whooping y'all having hard times. Then y'all get victories. Oh, I got my W. All right, bro. I'm not using my main anymore. I'm not even using my main. And even if that was the case, I already washed you. So, so I, I still got mine. Nah, I'm I know not exactly mad what you at mean. you. I know what you mean. I'm not mad at you. But you only displaying this energy when I don't care. Yeah. Or I'm not focused, or I really don't care about whatever is going on right now. Because I already know the level that you're playing at. I didn't play y'all like three or four times, and I had to run through y'all. So that means that it's pointless. Yeah. I, now at this point, I just probably want to learn. Or I just want to just fight or just use random. I was pressing random. I was picking random against him. I don't know how I got to do this, but it's just like, I don't know. That's what's about to happen at this UFC tournament. I feel like you about to put hands and feet on everybody. Sweet. I'm not. I'm not playing because this is this is what I know about games like UFC. Right. You have two types of people that play those games. One are those that just you know stand up and think all you gotta do is, is punch. punch and that's it. And that's, you know, you can get a win, or, which in some cases, depending on who you have, depending on what the situation is, that can happen. Mm-hmm. But it's very minuscule. And then, you know, you have those people like me that not only play the game, but know mixed martial arts. Right. So I'm going to be in there like in your head, do, like, like dominating from every angle. Like I made sure when I've been practicing, I take each day and practice one sort of technique. Then the next day, I practice the whole day on this. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I practice the whole day on this. Like, my grappling has increased so crazy just from getting ready for this. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I felt like I had pretty good grappling before. But, like, I understand since I'm doing it more, I'm forcing myself to do it more. You understand, like, how you even get into, like, I'm getting guard, how to escape, full, full how, guard, to, how to, how to side, switch, how to transition. You know what I'm yeah. Like I'm All learning. Back. I'm I'm not guessing. I'm I know exactly once you hit the ground what I need to press what to you get you need where to I need do. to go. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like and what you target it to, to further facilitate precisely. Yeah, okay. It's like I'm not just like, "Oh shoot, I got him on the ground. Where should I put him?" It's like, "No, as soon as I hit the ground, I need to go to the right so I can get in this position so I can do this move next." Right. Half guard, you know, full guard, whatever. Exactly. You know. I learned when you do the slam, because one thing I didn't notice before is when you slam people a certain way, they always fall in that certain guard. If you slam them from one position, they're always going to fall in that other position. Right. So it's like when I'm doing the judo throws, they usually land in side control. Right. Nine times out of ten. So, like, if that's the case, I know right after I'm going to have to start going for elbows or hammer fists because that's wide open. Or, like, if I'm doing, you know, if I do a single collar tie and then throw you over, that means I'm going to be standing above you, so I should just come right down with the hammer fist. Right. So like, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do while the transition is happening. Because, mm-hmm. like, th- that game still has a lot of animations that you have to work through. Right. And like, I know exactly the timing of those And you got to be quick as fuck, too. You truly you do. You definitely got to be quick as fuck. You truly do. I realized that when I increased the difficulty level, because before I was just playing on hard. But now I put that shit on, like, to get ready for the tournament, I put it on the highest difficulty level. And the computer really be like... Working you. You got to, like, probably... You really got to take your time with your technique because when they're grappling you, they're not fucking around. They're They're grappling you for real. Like, and they're using all your stamina while they're conserving theirs. And I'm like, yo. It it just truly made me have to play a different way, like, more strategic, more intelligent. Right. So now I'm not just going to be out there wasting my stamina, like... 
I got my secret weapon. I'm not gonna say it because I don't know don't, how don't much this is gonna air. But I got my don't secret even weapon. Don't even say it. I'm gonna tell you off the air. But like, this, I got a secret see, weapon. It's foolproof. See, I started playing. You know, you you play. We we played mm-hmm. together. You know, what I'm saying you taught me the you know the fundamentals. Yeah. Well, I, I really. That's it's crazy that you say that grappling is is a very crazy fundamental in that game. It is. And I understood that because I was already good at striking, mm-hmm. anticipation, and my and and just learning how to use the arena, use whatever weapons I had or however they struck yep. to my advantage. Yep. Um, my main technique is like when you go for punches and your stamina bar is so much, and I feel and I see that, and it, it go beyond just even fighting because I can tell in fighting, okay, it's whatever. Yep. But the frame rate of when you stop. Yeah. It's even like okay, like all, now, that, all that shit matters. Now I'm gonna start hit knocking on you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then I realize I can't. I gotta put only so much pressure on you because I realize that my gauge is gonna go down. So I'm gonna need to get these precise strikes. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized that I had to learn how to at least, and I only I didn't I don't grapple people in that game, not no. at all. I'm gonna strike you down. I'm only gonna, only if you have to. Only not even that. I, <laughs> I I don't do that because. It's not something that, not to say I wouldn't do in a regular fight because I have, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But uh, it's not something that I don't know. It's like it's not something that I that I focus on. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only way I would really utilize grappling is to get the fuck out of grappling, right? To to escape. Honestly, yo yo yo, that's takedown defense, Bruh. And that was like, and Truth. I only and I only did that because I had to deal with you and and nobody else really. They people did do that, but. It's like, okay, you know that's like one of my strong striking and anticipation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when we so going back and forth. I'm not going to strike you. That's exact, not going to work. So you're you going to grapple the shit out of me mm-hmm. and fuck my shit mm-hmm. up. Yep. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I got to learn these ways and shit like that. But So it's funny that you say that you learning the actual fundamentals because before, like I think about it like this. When you were doing that yeah. and we were like struggling to get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, that, and the third. We knew somewhat of what we were doing. But only on the anticipation of just pure instinct, yeah. rather than just. And also, this year they simplify the mechanics a little bit with UFC four. So it's you don't have to do as much with the grappling as you did in UFC. Yo, 3. That, UFC it's, three was crazy in grappling. UFC you had to, three was you had a to lot. anticipate what grapple they was going into, what, and then the direction stand, yeah. with the analog stick you How need you, to go in. Right, like, bro. I was like, it's, oh my it's god, so much more simplified. Whereas instead of doing rotations of the analog stick, you just do up, down, left, or right, and that prompts. What kind of grapple or which direction you're gonna go in now, and you just hold it up or hold it down, hold it left, hold it right. Right. It's not like a rotation or up and down like it was before. Like it's way more simplified. But even with that, it, it taught me how to grab people different ways, like how to go right. for the lapel grab, how to go for you know the muay thai clinch, how right. to go for the single leg. Like I didn't know that before. Before I just knew grapple, motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Takedown. Yeah. I grapple. Just, I just knew this is the takedown button. Right. And if I hit this, I'm gonna do a takedown. Now it's like, no, I know what takedown I'm gonna do. I know where I'm trying to get you to. And I don't think I watched UFC as much as I do now. Like I, I don't think I've ever been into MMA as much as I am right now. Right. So like I really know. So now you're in there. Fight. Yeah, you're really in like, there. I know who's good at what. I know who's trash at what. So, like, when people are picking who they're picking, I'm going to kind of have an advantage because I know the scouting report. That's facts. So. That's fact. And then, too, it's just like, okay, just like when you say it's like a degree of what you're supposed to do, like, it's a, just as the degree of you know of grappling, I, it's a degree of striking. Like, yeah. There is a certain, like, 
real technique, even besides like the stamina, whatever like that. There's a bunch of moves that you have to actually There's know. There's so many who's moves. What's the strength or weakness of striking? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I have poured my actual energy into, like learning how to use these strikes to not either knock you out, stun, because nine times out of ten, I'm going for a counter yep. strike or I'm going for, you know. Some or, sort of combo. Yeah. And I'm basically putting you on your ass if you don't do nothing about it because I know exactly what to hit you with and how to hit you with it. Mm-hmm. So so I know what you're saying. It's more like, okay, now I know there's a difference between this punch. I had to be yes. this far away from this punch. Yes. You had to be the this distance, far away from me to range, kick. You're absolutely right. If I'm throwing this crazy heavy kick with the high. You know, you know how certain kicks vary in range and stuff like that. I'm not going to simply just throw the kick out there. Yeah, I'm going to wait li- till you do a certain move. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to back up. And then when right when you about to withstand down, bow, Yo, hit range, you with this shit. Range is so important in that game. It's so damn important. And you know what, too? We forget one more fundamental. Go ahead. Actual guarding. Oh, my God. The guard on there, yeah. especially on the ground with the way that they, like I said, the way that they simplified the grappling. Yeah. It allows you to transition so much easier now. I like it because, like, if you're if you're holding analog stick to the left, that prompts a submission of some sort or gets yeah. you in a position to do a submission. Mm-hmm. And if you're holding it to the right, that puts you in a ground and pound dominant position. Right. So depending on who you have as a fighter, what position you fall in, mm-hmm. that will determine what he goes into next. So like if you fall into side control, if you're holding the ground and pound, obviously he's going to try and top mount you so he could punch your face in. Right. If you hold in the submission, he's obviously going to either go into the crucifix or something to try and get an arm bar. It's not even going to be the same direction. So like, you're able to anticipate that shit now, and even in the middle of submissions, one thing that I like, you can transition. Oh, you couldn't do that before? No, not. I mean, if you could, not not as easily as you can now, because I literally had somebody in a triangle choke, yeah, and they were about to escape, and I hit another button and transition to the armbar, so it extended we, my meter. We didn't do that before. I don't think so. No, we had to do that before because I remember with the submissions. Yep, yeah, no, because bruh, I remember I had. I, if we did, I it probably to, was some uh, some difficult ass shit to do. Bruh, it was. It's that's literally why one I, button now. Listen, listen. You literally just that's click why, one button bruh, now and it switches. No, no, because no, that's why I was like, okay, you got to remember, bro. You got to remember because okay, there will always be fight. Okay, so we going at it, and then if I get on the ground with you or something like that. There's always you. You got to predict which position you got to be in. Yeah. There was always a transition that I had. No, to, no. But so what I'm it saying was a, is in the while you're in the middle of the submission. Before oh, you, for real? Yeah. Like I was, I was locked in trying to get him to tap out. I was going, and in the so circle, instead of he okay, and, and he automatically, I seen that my meter was getting like close to the end. So I transitioned to a different submission, and it started the meter over. Ah, uh, I was so it was almost like I did a second submission in succession, and it started the meter over, and it made him have more resistance. Okay. So I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I know what you mean. Like the transitions on the ground, just like getting in proper position to get out of the submissions, or I even was, or even to get into a, a different submission. You yeah, know what I was saying? literally in the midst. It was of like a, of the triangle. straight train. Like straight. I was already on the triangle choke with right. this man, and then I just dropped the legs and then grabbed his arm. I was like. Oh when shit! When did y'all start letting us do that? That's some shit. Yeah, I was like, hold up! You basically just gave me an extension of the meter of how long I get to hold this fool. Mm-hmm. So, and especially if you got somebody that's a great grappler, which I primarily use nine times out of ten. So it's like, I got to feel like I'm gonna be Khabibing people. I'm, I'm come, I might come out there with the eagle. The eagle? Yeah, I might be on eagle. The eagle? Mm-hmm. 
All I need is the coin flip. If I get the first coin flip, I get to choose the weight class in the fighter. So, so that's did the you, case. Did you uh, practice with all your certain fighter every within, weight class. within? Yeah, I'm in every okay. weight class. Yes, sir. All right. I, so got, you got, I got a person so you got for every a list for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I went through because two, I had to because they updated the rosters recently. Yeah. That's one thing I, I don't feel like UFC as a gang gets enough credit for because they don't come out every year like Madden or, you know, like NBA 2K or anything like that. Right. They come out every few years or so. They're really good with updating the roster and updating the way the characters look. Mm-hmm. If, like, they have new tattoos or new hairstyles and stuff like that. Yo, they update that shit frequently. Mm. I was very impressed because, like, when Connor came back, they had three versions of Connor you could use that had, like, all the different looks that he had like with the braided back ponytail or like that's the shaved head the prime like, the prime connor yeah that's what the i be always connor saying bring, and the even more bum bring, connor bring the prime connor back when he had the braids bring the, con- bring with the, the, with braids. the yeah with the one t- yeah, <laughs> yeah bring that back that's the connor that was beating everybody down he definitely was Yo, that was when i was the red panties talking spicy in the interview right any other connor outside of that I don't know. <laughs> I don't respect no other connor outside of that yeah but they did a re- they do a really good job of updating the roster and when new fighters are added like when marvin vittori had came into the ufc they put him in there like fucking immediately right like i was like right, okay y'all need a little bit of respect and plus i like you can fight in the backyard it's like, like oh uh, like, arena. like uh yeah it's an arena choice like some joe masvidal yeah uh slash uh kimbo slice back it, when they used to do exactly in florida like shit. That. that's probably why they own the covers it, and it shit. almost looks like they based it off of those yards. It almost I think, looks yo, like yo on some real. Isn't that what isn't isn't George Masvidal on the cover? Yeah, he's on the cover. Him and so, um, him and uh, uh Izzy. okay. That's why so they have I the think, one that has like the you know like the kung fu craziness, which is the kumite. Izzy. Yeah, the kumite is all Izzy shit, and then the street fight shit is all is, okay, Jorge. Joe. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 dope. Like you be wearing out there with the jean shorts and everything on. I'm like, yeah, this childish. Every time I fight. And I can choose the arena. I choose the backyard. The backyard. It's mad petty. It's like get your head slammed in in the backyard. Yeah, and it's like, and it's not just like a backyard. They got the legitimate octagon back there. They got That's like, childish. They got, they got a chain. Dana link. White was like, put the octagon back here. They got a legit chain link octagon right in the, in the middle of the back, and right near the, the grill. It looked like somebody's backyard, legit, right like, near the grill, so we could sell them hot dogs and hamburgers. It looked like every other weekend <laughs> that they not doing this, they just do a regular family shit. Right. <laughs> I right. was like. Mm. You can't go wrong with this, though. Move, move all the pool patio stuff to the side. Yeah, move it over there. Move it over there. Yeah. Matter of fact, move the arena closer to the pool. So if somebody gets slammed out the octagon, mm-hmm. they go into the pool. Yeah. And play Donda in the background. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. There isn't no fucking Donda. I'm sorry. I just got We're going to get to that. We I just got get, impacted for a second. We, we probably going to talk about that within the next episode because we <laughs> got to... I don't know why that just came over me. I'm just sitting here Cause, like, because I, I searched fire white this morning looking for that shit. Don't search for it. He didn't say he was gonna <laughs> drop it. That's the thing, man. Like people be like, <sighs> he did though. Originally, he did. No, he didn't. He said that he was gonna. Um, he said he was gonna have a new uh, concert update. And stuff like that. See, I've been paying attention. That's why you. I know. Kanye, see, listen. Stop hurting me. I know. See, I be paying attention because you know we both yay stands and yeah, shit like that. Stop hurting me, but bro. I'm so, waiting. That's why I was like, I'm not gonna <laughs> sit here and be fooled by a lot of shit that this motherfucker saying. So I'm like, his verbiage. so I'm pre- I'm precisely sent reading and seeing what he's actually saying, and he never really says he's gonna drop the project on this day. He says he's gonna do maybe updates. I believe or ske- schedules like. 
I think what he's doing is I think what he's actually doing. I can't talk about it right now. Yeah, because well, because we on because we on this we on this shit. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you'd you, be surprised. Like that, we gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it. Later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man. Yeah, but uh, you know, summing it all up, Vince McMahon needs to get out of office. Number one. Number one. He needs to get up out of there and get everybody up out of there because they're messing up everything with NXT. I read something about NXT. What did you? What happened? What you read, man? You remember like a couple weeks ago where they released all those all that talent? Yeah. The people in NXT didn't even know who was being released. Like, wow. They didn't communicate to them prior to the release. Basically, WWE upper management just came down there and was like, all right, let's grab a bunch of people and get them the fuck out of here. So that's why they were so upset because a lot of people were gra- <coughs> excuse me, grabbed that were a part of big storylines. Yeah. Like, and then something I didn't think about was specifically like Bronson Reed, for instance. Yeah. He's an Australian native. Is it's he, the middle of a pandemic. He can't go home. Right. He lost his job in America and he can't go home because of COVID. So he's stuck here. That's fucked up. And he can't really work because he lost his that, job. That shit. You ever feel like you was almost about to cry? Yeah. That when, shit almost made me cry. When, I, I've been when I watched that on Twitter, when he was just addressing it, because it was like his first time like speaking out since he was released. That's not right. I was like, damn, I never even thought about this because a lot of that talent and NXT especially is from other countries. Yeah, and plus you got the uh, NXT North Americans, yeah. all that shit. In the, so I'm sitting yeah. there like, oh shit, that didn't even dawn on me. Like these people legitimately lost can't go shit. home. Like they lost, they lost. Are they under? Are they under a compete clause still? Like, they're still under no compete clause. See, and that's fucked up. That's where WWE that is always so messes fucked people up. up. I don't Bro. like that. And that's why too. It's just like if I ever was a wrestler or yeah. anything like that, and I come into the WWE. I don't care who's in the locker room or whatever it is. You're not going to hurt me. You're not going to disrespect me. Respect every man, how they should be respected. You yeah. work with every man. How, you know, just work. It's teamwork. I know that sometimes maybe I got to take a bump or a loss right. or things like that. That's cool. I'm all kosher with that. That's part of the business. But you're going to respect me as a man. Vince McMahon will never in his fucking life disrespect me because I will literally, I'll be back, Vince. And I come back with the with the sword of darkness with and the tell him and the saber? Say, say what you said to me again, bro. And I guarantee you that we gonna have a real death match in here. Don't ever, don't ever put me Shout in a position. Word. <laughs> Shout out Sleazy and the Fat Man. Fat Man, Sleazy man. But uh-huh, like, but you're right, dog. Like, yeah, and, and it's like, it's, it's like, why are you? Why you're old, bro? You're you're too old to be doing some shit like this. You're too old, even if it is your company. And you know this? all why it was? Why? It's because they lost the Wednesday Night Wars. Because they're because they don't understand. This is the thing. They shouldn't have never put NXT up against them. They didn't. They're not the same kind of program. They're not. A, they're at totally all. different. Like it, like NXT is literally about developing the future WWE superstars. Right. Like why would you put them up against the actual show for the other company? You, you like their have. main show. You should have put them on Thursdays. Like should have put them on Thursdays, and that way you want to know. You know what? NXT should. I, I go a, a, a way further. They didn't even need to be on TV. NXT was fine on the network. They did not need to be on TV. You're right. I don't. But I, I don't thought, know. But I, I don't know how many thing, people enjoy NXT me, on TV though. Me personally, you know I mean? NXT on TV sucks. For me, I don't personally. really like it either. Like for me, 
I I thought the exclusivity of being able to only watch this due to the fact that I had the network was a cool thing to me. Right. I loved it for that. It's like whenever I would try to talk to people about NXT back then, they'd be like, no, I haven't seen it. It's because they don't have the network or they can't watch the reruns on TV or they can't watch it on Hulu or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Like if you didn't have the network or now whatever they're using Peacock, you couldn't watch it. So it's like I felt like that added to the mystique of NXT. It was almost like ECW. Like, right. It was like only NXT, I feel, isn't meant for the masses. Right. It's like a cult type of, yeah. you know, niche type of. It's a niche wrestling show. Right. It's not meant to be the main. When you thrust it in the mainstream light like that, I don't think they were prepared for that. And then when you hear of the stories of their legacy in NXT, it yeah. only solidifies the legend of NXT being some some. Some it's, shit, it's like, some battleground. I feel like shit. yeah, like you have to pay your dues, and yeah. if you're somebody that some came out of NXT, shit. you really paid your dues. Because right. One thing that I love about NXT is they don't care about the length of a story. If it's telling a good fucking story, we'll tell it for two years if we have to. Like they will tell the storyline until it can't be told anymore. And this is the thing too that happened. It is WWE's fault for actually making NXT so good. Because I'm gonna tell you the exact point of probably why they put nxt on a wednesday night and started making them compete and do all this shit remember when they had um not SummerSlam, uh survivor series yep but the survivor series and it was nxt yeah Yeah. and nxt ended up like wilding yes that's when you were just like these dudes are legitimate and the nxt champion is just as good as the Raw That's or the true. SmackDown. Same thing champion. with the women too. Exactly. You're, you are absolutely right. And it, it showed that they were on the same level. Kind right. Of. Right. So it's just like, and they, and and if you and really it's like think you about can't it, go they back really after that. Are you, you're true? You're truly right. Like, uh, I would argue that some of the NXT roster is better than the. the A main lot of roster. the NXT roster is no, better than no, Raw. No, you absolutely. I'm right. not going to hold you. You you're absolutely right. You absolutely. But that's right just there. probably how they be booking people because Raw. I know that they have phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how crazy this is how crazy it is for motherfuckers in WWE. Elias don't I don't think he gonna play the guitar no more. What? Did he cut a promo where um like a like a video promo yeah. of him walking and he was like they used to walk with Elias and the fire was going on and then he did the but then he threw the fucking guitar in the fire. And he walked away from it. And then he was like, there's going to be something else now. You made this man walk away from who he actually is as a gimmick character. And he was, was actually over. That was single-handedly the best thing that he ever happened at least to his career. He been at least one time uh, U.S. champion or intercontinental champion. Yeah, why hasn't he been pushed to the moon? Because, man, I feel like... And, and you know what? I kind of see... It's hard to get over, and he gets over so easily. I kind of It's kind of like this. you either working your way up to pay your dues, and then you finally getting your shit off. Yeah. Or you just being a jobber. That's how I feel like they else. treat him. They treat him like... They treat him like a novelty act instead of like a legitimate superstar. I felt like that about a lot of people. Like, I felt like... I feel like that about Cesaro. Uh, agreed. Someone else who I feel like was the biggest indication of that, Tyler Breeze. Because oh remember God. when remember yeah. when he was brought up Molded from NXT? By the gods? When he was brought up from NXT, it was so important. Like they were pushing him so mightily because first of all, he's a great talent. Yeah. And he had an amazing gimmick. Why did they pigeonhole that and like just 
turn it into a comedy act. They did the same thing with uh Ten, the Perfect Ten. Perfect Ten. They did the same thing with what's the uh Adam dude that used to come out with the with the fleet of people. Adam Rose. Yeah, okay. They did that with him. Right. Like they made Karrion Cross lose to Jeff Hardy. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like I get what you're saying in the landscape of where he yeah. just was at NXT. It's like I say this all the time. When you go from the NXT to the main roster, you get nerfed. Right. Think of Asuka. She went through NXT never losing a match. Not one. Her first pay-per-view on the main roster, she took an L. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Well, that's that's that that was uh that's um that was WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Okay, so she yeah. She took an L. Yeah, you're right. And that, and then I I feel like she should have won that. She went from she never, lo- never losing a match. And that's to another, losing the first And that's pay-per-view. another thing too. Oh, long ass Charlotte Flair talking about I deserve another chance. No, the <laughs> no, fuck you don't. You've been champion enough. You don't deserve that. You, thing, I don't care if you've been champion. You haven't been champion since thing, 2017. Keep it that way. The thing that annoys me about Charlotte Flair, bro. Her her championship reigns are very similar to it's very mad. Randy Orton. No, I can't do that. No, but hear me out. Not, <laughs> okay. not as far as what they do with it. I'm right. talking about length. If you think about it, Charlotte Flair was champion four times in one year. Right. They lose like the the length of their reigns isn't usually very long, but they have a lot of reigns. That's why Randy has 14 reigns. Right. But if you look at the amount of time that he's been that he's been that champion, it down, yeah. it's not it's not a lot of days total. Right. So it's like that's where I mean where they have a similarity where like they it's almost like they're so reliable that if they don't know who the fuck to give the belt to, they give, give it to one of them. Yeah. Give it to them. It's like, oh Randy's here. Give it to Randy. He'll be okay. Nah, but it's so but listen, it's I'm, so, I'm it, tired of that. It, it, listen, listen though. It's so many reliable women in the WWE that's that have fact. proven their point. That's a and fact. And proven their point ten times over. That's a fact. Give the belt to them. That is a fact. You have Rhea Ripley and you made her lose to Charlotte Flair. I Well, well uh, I don't think she was ready to be champion. What? I, no, because her mic skills are terrible. You can't okay. you can't be the leader of the women's locker room with no mic skills. You're exactly right. Her mic skills are awful for as great as she is in the ring, because she's excellent. Like she's top tier yeah. in the ring. Yeah. Top tier, like no questions asked. But on the mic, she don't have it. She does not have it. I think that's what fucked her. And I think once WWE realized that when they started putting her in promos against people like Sasha and Bailey, who niggas who got that mic skills, have mic skills, like they was they was talking to her, and I was like, true. Ah. That's why I feel like Bianca Belair is going to be champion for a good minute. Yeah, like I think her working with Sasha for the length that she did yeah. really helped her because she oh, was, got another match going on too. She wasn't great on the mic at first either, but I felt like she picked it up like immediately because I feel like she, yeah, she definitely learned. Yeah, she I learned think the two quick. periods of. When it was to Sasha, Sasha Banks, and then the real the real testing ground, yeah, because that was just like okay, we training, and probably Sasha's like okay, we gonna practice this, do this, that, and third. And I know how much of a professional Sasha is. I feel so like, like too, she gave her part of her swag and energy on the mic. Yeah, they very they have They're very, very similar. similar energy, but they are two distinctly different characters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But they could easily be on that. Looks like when it was you on know, tag. Else that probably helps her too. Mm. Montez Ford is her man. He's good on the mic as well, bro. He's, he's good very, at everything. Yo, I yo, he is, he's a star. He's a future star. Like to be honest, that kid is really good, right? Like, and I think them two together are gonna forge like a crazy future for WWE superstardom. 
Like, that's a power couple right there. Right, right, right. But what they going to give to him? He probably going to get, like, Intercontinental or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like eventually they're going to split up, even though him and Angelo Dawkins have a really good chemistry, a really good teamwork with one another. But Dawkins don't got it. Something's missing. You know what? I, this, But, they, but Davey, this is the thing. I feel like he does have it. They just don't. He he's very much a part of that 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 factor of them being funny, yes, or them oh, actually like absolutely being characters, like absolutely. you know what I'm saying. I feel like the only reason why that people focus on uh, Montez Ford is because he's with, uh, and that nigga's a freak athlete too. That too, but you tend to like think about it like this: Otis and Tucker. Yeah, who did they go with more? Tucker was really good. He, Tucker he was, is actually, actually he was really, there first. And he was there exactly. First. Tucker True. was really good at. He's solid in the ring. He's solid, he solid in, solid in the, the ring. ring. Yeah. He did most of the mic work a lot. Yeah, you know. And, I, but there's a little there's a little thing that fucked him up specifically. What fucked him up? See, it's always I, some shit. It is because <laughs> this is how I know WWE is so so big on politics, like backstage politics, even though they try and you know claim that they're not. Yeah, I I, I remember distinctly there was a promo. That he had to cut backstage and he was forgetting some of the lines of it, so he had the paper in his hand. And they went on air and he still had the paper. And like in the middle of the promo, he dropped it. So they seen him on air with the promo page in his hand. And ever since then, that was when Otis started getting pushed and he started getting buried. That was when Otis was about to become money in the bank. And you know Otis getting skinnier. Yeah. That's the He looks a lot better. He getting skinnier. That's he what made me mad fit. about Bray Wyatt. Did you see how he looked before he yo, came back? Bruh, he was jacked. And he was, yo. I was super mad. He looked like Rusev. Bruh, he I was, was like, ready. I'm like, he yo. was fucking ready. I was so upset. I was like, this man clearly putting in the work. He probably like, he, still is putting in the work. Like, you, you know he is. His body you know he was, is. When he Bray first came Wyatt back, is he a was, consummate professional. No one can take that from him. Yeah. That dude, if he's able to be there and able-bodied, he's going to be, and he's going to be in the best shape that he can be at that time. Right. Like, every time you see this motherfucker come back, he transforms his body. Right. Every single time. Especially, bro, when he came back, and he had that muscle man shit, I was like, bro. I'm like, come on, man. You, you can't you, deny this, man. You are getting fit for this shit. For and sure. then on top of that, like, you big and, like, you just. He's a big, burly man. Yeah, big, burly dude. Like, big, Flexible burly dude at that. Dude, he reminds he reminds me of the transformation I seen with with Rusev when he became Miro. Like, yo, that boy is in shape yo, right now. Miro is he is in shape. Even though his championship ugly, it is his he's championship champion. reign ain't not. He's a great. He's a <laughs> his great shit champion. Ain't, his shit ain't. He is a great fucking champion. <laughs> he's wilding right now. He's marketing himself very good. He's an amazing heel. The company is fucking pushing him to the moon as you know they what? should. I respect his white and green championship because we don't like it and because he's a heel. Like, yeah, fuck out. He's really like championship yeah, in your face. Word. He's like, fuck y'all. I got a championship and y'all don't. <laughs> Uglaba championship. Uglaba. Uglaba. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's just for everything that. Yeah. Everything that WWE is great at, they're shitty at a lot. I mean, in general, uh, they've always been shitty. Yeah. They've always been shitty. Like uh, how they made Drew McIntyre go through that shit. I still think not to say like he shouldn't have not to say how he shouldn't have gave Bobby Lashley that title. Yes, I still think that he still he should have been champion up to a certain point. Yeah, they were and pushing then him to the moon. Give Bobby Lashley the title. They were pushing him to the moon. Right, like I don't understand why it just stopped. It stops so abruptly now. Yeah, like when they're it's not gradual anymore. Like back in the day, if they 
if they were shifting the push to somebody else, right. you would see a matchup or some sort between these two where the where the power would be shifted. Now it's just like, all right, get him the fuck out of here. Next yeah. person. Because it's, like it's like a long... It's like a long Like, you remember standing... that wet dream of Jinder Mahal as the champion? Like... Bruh, that, that was, such... was just like... Blap! But this is the thing. That was... <laughs> to me... I don't know. And this is the thing. He was a good athlete. Yeah. He was... He looked good. He had skills on the fucking mic. And when I tell you, he was a fucking villain. Yeah. And he played that role... And knowing that when all the shit is going down and but it wasn't pushed properly, right? It was pushed very bad. And 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 I'm just like, I get that people boo him. That's his job and shit. You're like supposed that. to get booed. Yeah, you're supposed to get booed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you should have just let him hold on to that just a little bit longer. Let him be hated a little bit more. That was you just, know did WWE just be experimenting? They only gave him that belt because they were trying to infiltrate the Saudi, the yeah, the the Indian market yep. so they can get up in there. Like they were like, oh yeah, here we go. Let's bring somebody over there, right? Like, let's get these let's get these cool mills because you know they was offering. Oh yeah, mills you know they was giving shit. the mills, giving you know what the, I mean, shelving out the mills because they did multiple shows there. So it was like coming off, bro. This man brought back uh, what's that one dude? The Great Khali and his entourage for what? Just to just to whoop somebody on a Punjabi cage. Like, come on, bro. Come Who on. Who thinks of shit like that? Only Vince I've McMahon. never seen him. I mean, like, what? Only Vince McMahon and his creative team. Right. Like, you're fucking bugging right now. <laughs> you, let, you, sh- you should just let him be who he is with the Singh brothers. Let them do their shit. Yep. And just let him rock until the time is right. They don't know how to ultimately pull the trigger on certain shit. You know what I mean? Just and- like with Randy Orton and uh, Drew McIntyre. Or, 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 just, or just how Randy Orton had a storyline with Drew McIntyre at the same time had a storyline with the Fiend at the same time like like you could these shits are interchangeable because of the history yep. the way it was drawn out the and, and the anticipation of they took their time with a lot of shit so it was like you have story you have character there's a reason why uh what man this is my last recent gripe go ahead fucking Baron Corbin Yo, man, bro, can what are they doing about, to this dude? Can we talk about? But I like, how, but I like the way they doing. Like, not, I like the, the way he's doing it. I was gonna say, yeah, I like Baron, the way he's doing it. Baron though. Corbin. This is why I get so upset because Baron Corbin has no background in wrestling prior to being in WWE. He's literally a homegrown WWE talent. Yeah, he never wrestled prior to coming here. He just he was, boxed. He was developed in NXT. Right. So like. That's like basically Goldberg to WCW. They do what they did with Bray Wyatt. But he they was don't a homegrown. They don't treat him. No, well, Bray fought in the Indies a little bit before he came to WWE. Okay, Bray had some indie experience. Baron Corbin literally did nothing but box and play football, and then he came to WWE. Oh, so like the his ability. I'm so glad you brought that up with his new character. His ability to adapt. That's number one. It's no matter how crazy. shitty of a character or a position they put him in, he just. Does it good? He just goes with it, right? And he ex- and he excels at it. And I can tell a lot of times they're trying to fuck him, and it's not working because he's so good. He, listen, he's good when he coming up. Listen, even when he was Baron Court King Corbin, yes, all of that shit. I was just like, he's so smart. He's making this shit work for him. And then like on top of that, like when he be coming there sad with the spaghetti stain on his on shirt. His shirt and, 
all type of. Sh- I be like, bro, the this man dude understands is so storytelling. He understands storytelling to a level that someone who has had as little experience in the wrestling world as he has, right? He shouldn't understand it to that level, right? But like, I hate that they keep putting him in these fucking low low card middle tier like positions like thrust that man up bro he was the like, u.s champion once and then he just lost it like out of like the two he, days after can we talk about the fact that he lost his money in the bank didn't even win right there's only like three people that have ever cashed in and didn't succeed and he's one of them and he's one of them and and he's listen bro he's like a Tall, imposing. His he got one of the sickest finishers I've ever seen in my Bro, life. I don't say this. I the end say, of days is one of the sickest shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't say. I, matter of fact, I've never said this. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of the Undertaker because it doesn't matter who he's in the ring with. He's good. He knows how to adapt to whether you're fucking Rey Mysterio or right. if you're the Big Show. Right. He looks fluid in every match. Right. You know what? That's Every crazy. Every single match. He's never actually had a bad wrestling match. He's always fluid to me. Like, he always... And that's not easy it's not. as a man that size. He's like 6'9". Like, Baron right. Corbin is a big dude. He is. Like, to be that consistent and, like, safe... I've watched so many clips of him saving motherfuckers from, like, Oh, yeah, he grabbed yeah, yeah, Yo. Like, Dolph Ziggler <laughs> almost died if it wasn't for him. Kalisto, if it wasn't for him, like, literally catching people and doing another maneuver to make right. sure the make show sure goes on. Good. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm like, this dude don't get enough praise. Like, this dude is really, he's what you want as a talent. He's what you want as a champion, honestly. I as a heel champion at that. He's the perfect heel. And even right now, with people feeling all sorry for him, he's the perfect face. He, you know what? It's crazy because I feel like he can turn face and do something. He would with that. be like mankind. Yeah, like he would be the perfect face. He's still a little deranged, still a little fucked up, but niggas love him. Yeah, like, like, I like I didn't I snap. Seen, I don't. Care, I haven't know? seen this dude get put in a, in a gimmick and not succeed. Right. That's why it just bothers me so much that he gets yeah, he to does keep put in these compromising situations. But you know how they do. But you know what? His story is very comparable to Drew McIntyre. Truth. Because when Drew came back, they were pushing they had him to him the moon some, for sure. But they had him in doodle storylines. They did. They did. They had him. Remember, he they were wasting the, his time. Remember, we had him with the goddamn trench coat with the sleeves cut? There was. Oh. <laughs> The leather, they had this man in the leather. They had, listen, they had him in his trunks Yo, with the leather. With the he had no. Were the, you hot or cold, my the boy? Out, the outfit sounds crazy. So he has the regular trunks of a wrestler, you know what I'm saying? With the boots and shit like that and the mm-hmm. knees and the arm Randy pads. style. Right. But this motherfucker has a fucking blade trench coat with the sleeves cut. His jacket <laughs> Pure Looks leather. like it's sweating Pure all the fucking too. time. Pure leather. And you know how they be using the water and shit on it. That motherfucker was dripping oh of fucking what the it fuck lo- is it this? Was, yeah, it was always glistening. Like, it looked like it was melting. And, he went, and I'm the Scottish psychopath. You gotta be a psychopath in order to be follow through with some shit like this. Yeah, you can't portray like... I hate when they have people portraying crazy characters and they're not crazy. Right, right. Like, Stop trying to make another Dean Ambrose because like it's not gonna happen. It's not. That it's definitely really not crazy. gonna happen. He's he, really crazy. He didn't have it all at the time. Yeah, he's really crazy. Like if you ever listen to his promos at AEW, 
Dean Ambrose really don't got it all. Like he don't. He'd be all over the place. Well, but it's or great, it's or he might have it all, but be like he's just so genius. He just fucking retard. Like yeah. like you just know. Like, okay, every time I listen to him, it's very compelling. It's just like oh shit. He I might be the saying. most sane person there. Like oh yeah, hey guys, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna you know go to do my accounting job real quick. I'm gonna come back. Gonna cut this promo. I'll be back. And Where then and promo. it goes straight left. First of all, eat your skull with nails and <laughs> bones. Like <laughs> where did that come from, bro? <laughs> Oh, yo, who, that who is, is this guy? exactly perfect. Like I watched the joint yesterday that made me feel like that. Cause like as soon as he walks up, he walk like you can tell like he's about to say some shit when he walks up. Right. His face is already red, he hasn't said a word. He's already sweating profusely. Like I'm like, oh shit, Dean was about to say something. What you got to say? And he gets the grundling, just like you said. Bruh, yo, you know how <laughs> so I knew he was crazy with the shit? Because when he got rele- when he left WWE, yeah. he didn't say nothing bad. He was just chill, you know, do a little interview, and, you, yep. know, you know, oh, yeah. He was super it, you know calm about it. But then when it got cut to the promo, it's our time now. Look me in my face. Bring the camera here. The vignette Bring and the everything. camera here. Yo. I'm like, oh, my God. This, this man's not playing. He was sweating, making love to the camera. He was he was wiping his sweat all on the. I'm gonna kill you, boy. Like I'm like, bro. You okay? I get it. I Yo, get it. I get it, bro. You got I, it. I believe all of the transition. I was like, all right. Oh, so Dean Ambrose is dead, is what you're telling us. All right, Basically noted. No, John Moxley exists <laughs> out of his corpse. You bursted out like an <laughs> alien on somebody's chest. Let me chest. write this shit down. <laughs> Yeah, in that exact birthing method, you burst it out of Dean Ambrose's chest in order to become John Moxley. That only that way, only that way, only that way. Oh my, oh my god! Stop playing. That's when he burst on the scene. That's how you burst on the scene. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like damn. Okay, Dean. I mean, sorry, sorry, John. Sorry. Right, 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 right. Oh man. One last thing. You know, how I feel like I think is actually going to be a big man that they're actually that has style and finesse, and it seems weird. The man Omos. No, nah, he's he. That's smart. Omos is like a. They didn't stick him with AJ Styles for nothing. Right. That's what I look at. And I feel like he can talk on the mic. Yeah. I feel like he can. Yeah. But he, I you, I feel like you got to keep a character like him, smooth player and actually fucking super stoic and silent at yeah. certain times. Only need have him speak when when it's needed necessary. to because yeah. he has. And yeah. he and I like that about him. I like how yes. he comes out in his outfits. He mad strong and put with the super dressed with the, nice, yeah, with the chain with the, on. Where he looked like a big ass boss, like at the final round where True. he's just like he like Black Kingpin, right? He just get up. He basically like Baron Corbin, yeah, but just black, yeah. You know That's what I'm saying? True. But like more calm and not as cocky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He don't need to say too many words. His in ring performance for him to be that, that he's like size? seven, yeah, he's, he's like seven foot guy. something. He's like seven three or something. Like yeah, that. and I understand like even when the when the when he tries to sell moves and shit like that, and it might not be as easy for him. Right, but he sells the moves. He's working. He sells the moves as he should. Like okay, of course when you jump off the ropes and you drop kick him and he's gonna stumble back like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. yeah and he's gonna jump off the ropes and he's like kind of get his bearing and if you hit him again, he plays that classic gigantic. I got to get hit a couple of times, stun me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, take like me down. Super heavyweight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like what they did was doing with Braun Strowman. Remember when Braun Strowman came out? Nobody could touch him. He was lifting up cars and trucks and shit. Wilding. All I'm saying is he should have beat Brock Lesnar. He should have. He de- yo, he should've definitely Brock fucking should have. He was white hot. He was ready. He was so over at that point. Right. He had just came off of like Separating from the fucking Wyatt family right. and doing his own thing and becoming like 
huge. Right. Only for y'all to be like, yeah, we got Brock Lesnar still. Honestly, I felt like <coughs> I felt like they should have re- beat Brock or Roman. I feel like they should have repaired him when he had that, the uh, Universal. They should have repaired him with the chip with with him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying with the Fiend because it, it would have been Ooh. like I felt like when they was doing that match, Ooh. it should have ended like like a reunite. It should have ended like nobody actually lost. Yeah, like it's just like a standstill, and yeah. maybe the, and 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 sometimes I feel like when. People walk away like I feel like people hate this moment in the Fiend's career. Yeah, when all the chairs was put on him in and fucking in a hell in a cell, and they did a disqualification. Yeah, now people are like you can't disqualify somebody in the hell in a cell. Of course you can't, but it was the actual storytelling element that shit has gone so far. He can't. You think he can't compete, and that is actually reasonable. Like. He's passed out dead. What is he? What is what is Seth Rollins gonna do? Fight a dead body? So it gives you the actual fear and stigma of something taking place, mm-hmm. and it was perfect. Like, okay, you think it's like letting your opponent think that you winning, yeah? Or are you are you inside their head? I'm gonna let you do this, but you know I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna let you feel like you're gonna kill me, but nah, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what made even him getting that championship. Like, you thought you killed me. You thought you did some wild shit to me. But guess what? I'm popping up out the ground, dragging you into hell. Uh-huh. I'm doing all this crazy shit. You know, shout out for, uh, who was the first person to do that? Like, Sting? Somebody was the first person to do Shane, that. Grab I, you. Feel, I feel like. No, it was somebody in like WCW, surprisingly. Shane? Actually, no, it was Vampiro. Vampiro oh, used to grab shit. motherfuckers from this ring and. You're and right, fucking, during the brood. Yeah. So, so. Holy uh, shit, how did so, I forget about that? So, yeah. Um,. But yeah, the bloodbath niggas too. Yeah, so 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 uh, but yeah, I felt like at that moment where okay, they was having a stand up like, you know, why can't you stay down? And it's like, and then he just disappears. Everything disappears. And, ah ha 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 ha. Let him have the championship. Fuck with Bray. I mean, fuck with uh, Braun Strowman's mind. Yeah. Only for him to realize that you always gonna be in my family, and I don't want to take this from you. I want to further push you. Let me. Be because he didn't need the chip. You know that's too sophisticated of a level of storytelling for WWE. He ain't need you the know chip. They not, you know they're not trying to think right. That high. Let 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 me be the loose demon at the same time leader, and let me be like let let you be that big ass champion that you still talking shit, you still Braun Strowman, but at the same time you with the fiend, so you know you with a character just as equal as you. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he don't need the strap. He is him. He is the strap. You know. Mm-hmm. Like man, too sophisticated for WWE. Their little, their little uh, minds can't handle anything like that. So oh no, bro. All hope is lost. All hope is lost for WWE. Right. Until Vince McMahon gets a body there, we need new writers, and the current writers are only going to do what makes Vince McMahon happy, and that's not making us happy. So get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. Oh, man. Yeah, but all in all, you know what? I don't think CM Punk's going to be here tonight. I he, think people are going to be disappointed. He might he not. Wait, is what, what is tonight? Is this like it's, an event or something like that? Yeah, so I what's happening like is all out or AEW is have, they're airing their second show, which airs tonight. Rampage? AEW Rampage, yes. This is going to be their second uh, TV show. So they're going to have Wednesdays and Fridays. So, 
at this joint, since it's at the United Center, which is, you know, in Chicago, mm-hmm. all this stuff has been leading up, assuming that CM Punk's going to be there. And, and there's been a lot of trolling. You think he not, though? I, like, I mean, I think I, ho- I, I think I, he would have. I'm holding out hope because I've been through this 15 times. But but did the source ever say that he was in the ring training and doing shit? He would have to be in the ring training because he just did the show Heels. That's my point. Right. So he would have had to have been in the ring training because that's a show about wrestling. Right. So how was who's to say that him doing all that training was not just for that fucking TV show and has nothing to do with actually returning to the ring? That was my argument about it. Right. Okay. See, so, got to so play the like, devil advocate. You got to do that. Yeah. My argument know? was like, hey, maybe he's not coming. Maybe he really was just fucking training to be really For good that. at this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, at this TV show, it's a TV show on stars with Stephen Amell. It's like and this I, is a huge and, opportunity. And then too, they're they're not um, they're not actually uh, wrestlers on there. No, I think they're actually actors. Yeah. And they're learning literally. Matter of fact, how to actually wrestle. Dude. And they're actually good at it. Yeah. They're fucking good at it. And Stephen Amell, like, I I was so happy that he was part of the project because when he came to WWE and worked with Cody Rhodes and all that, Mm. and I saw him in the ring, like, he took that shit serious. He wasn't fooling around. Like, he was having legitimate matches with them. Right. And he was there for, like, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm here at one event, I'm a celebrity, I'm a wrestler, and then that's it. He had, like, an ongoing storyline for, like, a month with this dude. Like, he was there for, like, a good month. Doing matches, so I'm like, I I could get behind this. Like I he could. he legitimately like cares about the business. So if he's putting a product that has something to do with it, he's not gonna fuck around. Like he's really and he gonna actually study. He actually it. been in that shit. Yeah, like he's gonna put toward. He's gonna respect it. He's gonna respect the product. And so I'm just I'm just saying like CM Punk is notorious from for you know, but he's but he would trolling either, people, but he would either confirm or deny in a certain. He sense. hasn't been addressing it at all. So that's what that, lets me think he has nothing to do with it. I feel like because he's not really addressing it, because he he's usually be there. He he actually might, but this, but, this but, but I only, don't know. This is the only two things. Yeah, this is the only two things that make me think he could possibly be there. Three things, because something I just read today. The first thing is Tony Khan. He's the owner. Yeah. And he said, and I quote, I'm not prepared to let people down. I know exactly what people are expecting. That was exactly what he said. Two, I know how the elite is when it comes to trolling and leaking things. Two weeks back to back, Kenny Omega, first week, he had on a Cookie Monster t-shirt, which was joked as what CM stood for. When he was first came to WWE. That's funny. Last week. Uh, matter of fact, this past Wednesday. He had on another t-shirt. What did it say on it? Chick magnet. CM again. But take it a step further. When CM Punk got introduced into wrestling. He was part of a tag team. Called the Chick Magnets. So they getting real meta with it. They getting real like. It's like if you fucking know. You know. You know. Like these things that I'm I'm doing and we're saying, we're not just doing them and saying them for no reason. MJF cut a promo on Wednesday. The first four lines of the promo are same as the first four lines of the pipe bomb. Matt and Nick, the Young Bucks, had a match on Wednesday. What did Nick decide to finish niggas with? The corner high knee bulldog that CM Punk used to do as a signature. That's what he finished the match with. And then too, I think that um, 
what is that shit called? Uh, the song Cult of Personality. Yes. And the band. Yes. I think that they follow each other or AEW, and I think that they, they did have on uh, Twitter rights or something. They they're like going through like they, I think something about they're trying to get approval so he can so use, he can that, use song. that song. Yeah, and I feel like there are there are, that's already done. You know, I feel like there's so much. There's a lot of shit. I almost wanted to make a video about it because I've stumbled across. I've been I've been like following it really hard body. Like, right. And there's so many little things that people have been doing and saying here. Even CM Punk himself said something that like stood out to me because he does. I don't know if people know this. He does commentary for MMA fights as well. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, UFC level, but like, you know, lower tier MMA fights like a one FC, I think it's called. And one of the people were fighting. And the commentator that was with him, and he's like, yeah, man, this is this guy's return to the ring, right? Right, CM? This is his return. CM Punk says, yeah, man, this guy looks like he's going to be all elite. On his own fucking mouth. Another troll. More troll. Just troll, troll Troll after troll after troll. I'm like, like, I don't want to get sucked into all of this because last time CM Punk was supposed to come, and he came and just did something for, like, USA as like a, a dude backstage, a whole bunch of shit like this was happening during that time period too. A whole bunch of leaks and things like this. And it was like, I'm not wrestling though. I'm just here to talk to niggas on talking smack, basically. True. So who's to say that it's not a position like that? Who's to say that he's not coming there to do commentary? I, I feel like too, there might be one more clue that lets me kind of <coughs> know that he might just be coming is when he was speaking upon WWE uh-huh. misusing their talent and how they all going to oh, go yeah, to recently. AEW. Yeah. And how everything is being set up for AEW to just pretty much basically what basically what the WWE is and I knew this was going to come. There's a reason why they picking up all these wrestlers. Of course you're not going to have it all on this show, on yeah, one show. That's why they made up. That's why they made a second show. Rampage. Yep. That's why they they're made a second show. Two and they're going to probably put another belt over there. <laughs> You know oh, I wouldn't saying? be surprised. Well, that's the thing, though, because they got all those ties with all those other companies. Right. TNA and shit been bringing their belts back and forth through AEW. Right. Shout out to uh, Christian Cage. Christian just won them back. Or Christian Cage, right? I keep telling yep. you. Christian. You said it right, Christian Case. Case in bed, though. Knock all them belts over. All in all, wrestling, the wrestling world is in a good place. Yeah. Just not for WWE. That's how I feel. Yeah. And, and literally and, everywhere else in the industry is flourishing. Right. No, literally. Because, like, fucking literally. Like, all, like, I haven't been able to say this in a long time. And, like, no matter what wrestling you watch right now, it's fucking watchable. Right. Every, every company has good talent. Like Impact has really been impressing me. They got some of my new favorite up and coming wrestlers. Like there's this guy on there, Chris Bay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen him yet. Mm-mm. I'm telling you, bro. I gotta start watching. This dude that, is the future. True. Chris Bay is the future. Take Kofi Kingston and Shawn Michaels and put them in one person. Okay, that sounds interesting. It's a super unique combination. That actually sounds super interesting. I'm telling you, this dude got the swagger of Shawn Michaels and, like, the way he carries himself and his awareness in the ring. Like, he makes very minimal mistakes. He seems like he's always present no matter what position he's put in. But he has that, like, retarded athleticism like Kofi and his ability to just weave, like, moves that he shouldn't be able to do into the move. Like right. Like, that's one thing that I feel like Kofi is really good at. Like, he's like an attraction in himself. 
Right. Chris Bay is or, like that. Okay. It's like he's like that with Shawn Michaels mixed together. Just, just, and he's young. He's like 26. So he's in his prime. He young as hell. Like, I hope he stays with a company like that and they push him to the point that he's like their main guy. Right. Eventually. Like, I want him to be like how AJ Styles was for TNA at the beginning because he was. He was homegrown by TNA. Oh, no, that's a fact. I remember X Division when champion. When he was in suits and ties and yeah, shit, I remember he, that. He was the X Division champion, and he kept going up and up and up to the point that he was the champion. And then he went to New Japan because he was so popping, and then he went to WWE. That's like, when he had the Chad Gable cut. Yeah, and he, was, <laughs> he surely did. He surely did. And I was like, man, I could see Chris Baby in that for Impact. You know what's crazy? AJ Styles probably one of the greatest fucking wrestlers of all time of all time Honestly, i'm not gonna hold you he's just he's at a point right now where he's like i accomplished everything like right let somebody else get a shot right like he's so he's so comfortable with where he is now because he's literally been at the top of every company he's been on mm-hmm. it's not a lot of people that can say that it's a lot of people that say i've been to every company they can't say i was at the top though i was a champion at every fucking company i went to that's some Dudley Boy stuff. Uh yeah. That's some Shinsuke Boy too. Stuff. Shinsuke, Shinsuke always gonna be over, but oh, Shinsuke's a goat. Yeah, he don't get used right. Well, he got he got the title now. Good. Oh yeah, yeah he you right. He just he just, he just he won. That. He just won. He just won. You right. You absolutely right. About time. He been sitting there in obscurity as a goat all this time. Obscure goat. Yeah, actually, it fits him very well. <laughs> I love it. I fits love him Shinsuke. very very well, and I feel like. When they actually did that angle where he was going to actually, they were going to push him to try to compete for the actual universal title, and he got so over. Yeah. They was like, you know what? We got to put a belt on him he's, or something. That dude just good. He's just, man, he just knows how to get that shit done. Right. Right. He a true superstar. Fuck. Wrestling, if y'all listen to this. Get y'all shit together. WWE, get your shit together. Because everybody else seem to get be getting their shit together around you. Right. But y'all seem to be, like, floundering. Y'all supposed to be showing these young t- companies what to do. Get Vince McMahon out of there. Right. Let him be a silent CEO, a silent partner. Let him just go home. Yeah, let him just go home, bro. Let him collect all his billions from home. Take and let your Stephanie ball and, and go H, home. Word. Let Stephanie and Triple H run it because they're great. And I know that. Triple, like, he just, like, fuck this. He's getting so much backlash from it, too, because he's blamed for everything. losing the Wednesday Night Wars. And, like, bro, you shouldn't even have thrust to him in that position. Like, he was doing so good with the NXT talent. It's still doing so good. He is. I feel like you just... I feel like if you just gave Triple H everything, he just... Because that's the thing about him. Even though people might not like him as a wrestler, which is his job, he he's, he's actually amazing businessman. one of the greatest heels of all time. I feel like because he's the greatest heel of all time, he knows how to fucking work the fucking business. Yeah. He's so he's going to... He's, he's one of the genius minds in our business. And, in the he, business. And, and, and the thing about it is who makes him one of my favorite heels and one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is because he was very intentional. He said, I worked a couple... Of, he said, I worked a couple of matches and my, my whole overall goal is to get into the business. But then he was like, you know what? I have to work at a certain point for me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I will never get to the point to help other people be facilitated, r- literally, yeah. unless I l- help help myself to get to a certain level 
So I'm just going to be this big ass bad guy like character and I'm going to build that energy up. People are going to hate me. You're going to love me. They're going to be whatever. I could be considered weak. I can be considered strong. I could be considered whatever. But I've done my job. I paid my dues. I'm reliable. I'm consistent. You know what I'm saying? Even at the time where you didn't agree that he shouldn't have been the, the WWE champion, when, especially when he was older. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, it, okay, you could still put it on him because he's still fucking Triple H and he's still somebody like, okay, like he's a fucking. He's oh, like a Randy Orton. He's, a, John me- Cena. he's yeah. a reliable. Yeah, he's a mega heel. Mm-hmm. He, he knows how to work. He has experience. He knows the ins and outs. He, I remember he was wrestling with like torn quads and stuff he's like done that it multiple times. Right, bro. Like he's he's a phenomenal, actual, introspective piece of WWE history. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, he's a commodity for sure. And the way he conducts, like you said, example his of NXT, man. Right. So his business acumen is like none other. Correct. It's just like he gets so shafted sometimes. I really feel bad for him because. I, I watch NXT religiously, so I like I see how well put together the product is. It's just like you could tell that upper management and like the main roster isn't into it like they should be. They're not as aware of what's going on down there as they should be. Right. Especially when all you want us to do is, you know, basically make the next main roster superstar for you. Well, right. get to know some of these fucking NXT superstars first so you can get ready for them when they get there. Right. So by the time they get there, you don't put them in no stupid-ass storyline or book them in some way that they're not going to succeed. Right. Because that's like 75% of the time, that's what happens. They throw these guys up there and they're just like, all right, boom. Get over. Like, what? And they for- and when they do, it's like, all right, you don't matter no more. But I got over for you. Yeah, yeah well, but now you, you know, over the fence. Yep. Now we got somebody else we need to get over. <laughs> right. It's like <laughs> we're over you. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good way to end it out. <laughs> Any last words? WWE, I don't care how you feel. Take gotcha. your hat off when you see us cuz we got $2 bills. Mm-hmm. <laughs>